Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Listeners, and welcome to Ohio Mysteries. This is our 10-minute mystery edition, a little slice of intrigue in the middle of your week. I'm your co-host, Steve Yoder, and with me as always is our storyteller and journalist, Paula Schleiss. Hi, everybody. Steve, sometimes I come across a new mystery to share while I'm researching another, and that's the case tonight. So while looking over newspaper clippings for our last story, The Escape of Lester Eubanks, the Mansfield News Journal reminded its community of the mysterious, brutal death of a young girl six years earlier. And what a case it was. In that 1959 cold case, authorities couldn't even agree on how 13-year-old Bertha Mae Brooks died, though there is no doubt it was at someone else's hands. So tonight's 10-minute mystery is her story, a little girl in Mansfield who has been all but forgotten. Bertha Mae Brooks was one of nine children of Mr. and Mrs. Robert Brooks. The Brooks had come from Alabama. Bertha had been born in Ethelville. They were sharecroppers there. They moved north in 1955 in hopes of finding better jobs for the parents and better schools for the kids. They settled on Mansfield's North End, the only black family in a neighborhood populated by white ethnic families. On November 14, 1959, Bertha, the girl everyone called Teeny, was one day into her 13th year, but while her birthday had passed, her party was still ahead. At 3.45 p.m. that day, Bertha left a salon at Fern and Stocking Streets, where she'd just had her hair made up. About three hours later, a 16-year-old boy named David Poth was walking toward his home on Myers Road between Bowman and Route 39 when he saw a body in a watery ditch. It was Bertha. She was dead, though her body was still warm. Thus would begin a now 60-year-old debate as to what happened. Bertha's injuries were extensive, so extensive, her parents had to look for birthmarks and obtain dental records to confirm whether it was their daughter. Her right arm was broken and scraped. Her face was bruised. There were cuts on her head, behind her ear. She died from a fractured skull and lacerated brain. She had bruised lungs, a lacerated liver, fractured ribs, and a broken pelvis. Was she the victim of a hit-skip accident? County Prosecutor Theodore Lutz thought so. 
He even came to the conclusion that someone had hit the girl with a car, picked her up, and was on the way to the hospital when he discovered the girl was dead. The driver panicked, drove Bertha May to Myers Avenue, and dumped her in the ditch. Lutz never publicly explained how he arrived at some of those details. The coroner said her injuries were too extensive for a beating, that they were consistent with someone who had been hit by a car. She was fully clothed and there had been no sexual assault. But the coroner said her injuries were also consistent with someone who had jumped from a moving car, caught by her clothes, and dragged along the road. There was blood on the road leading up to the point where her body was found. The Richland County Sheriff had another idea. He said he leaned toward the idea that someone had taken her, probably intending to rape her, and inadvertently killed her. Then, to hide that crime, he held her body outside the car, face down, and dragged her along the road before releasing her at the ditch where she was found. Over the next few days, police hauled in a few folks. They held a 20-year-old man from Harmon Avenue and a 23-year-old from Bowman Street for a few days. They were picked up that Sunday, the day that Bertha was found, and interrogated, but cleared and released. A couple of days later, a 31-year-old Mansfield man was taken in for questioning after someone reported he was seen washing his car early Sunday. That was suspicious enough that they impounded his car and put a lab expert on it. But he was cleared and released. A month after that, police gave lie detector tests to three other men. The sheriff never explained why they were picked up, but they passed the tests and were released the next day. But the Brooks family always thought the sheriff's office had done as little as possible in investigating the death of their little dark-skinned girl. They considered her a black girl that wasn't even worth investigating, her brother Robert said when he was interviewed about her cold case in 2004. They just blew it off. I can remember my parents crying about it. It's hard to tell somebody white how it feels to be considered nobody. And if you're nobody, there's nothing to be done but bury you and forget it. In 1996, Bertha May's brother Otis contemplated what his older sister would have been like if she had made it to her 50th birthday. I believe she would have been married to a man who would have treated her right, he said. Even at her age, she wasn't going to put up with no foolishness, not some con or slick. She'd be pretty, but fat, and have six or eight grown kids. I believe we'd still be close. Otis, he was the sixth Brooks child, Bertha was the fifth, said he and she were very close. Back then, we didn't have the word role model, Otis said, but she was my role model. It might not sound macho, but I looked up to her, and she looked out for us. The day Bertha May died, he had gone to an older sibling's house. Otherwise, the two of them would have been together when fate came and that left him to suffer survivor's guilt for decades. Maybe both of us would have been dead, he said, or maybe both of us would have been alive. He said his mother told him she used to dream of Teeny, that she'd come to her and say, Mama, I had a hard time. Just as authorities haven't been able to agree on how Bertha May was killed, her family had different theories. Brother Otis told a reporter in 1996 that he thought his sister was killed fighting off a rapist. He thought someone kidnapped her or someone she knew gave her a ride. 
She was a beautiful girl, much matured for her age, Otis said. She was developed like a 20-year-old. But she was just a tomboy, not even into boys yet. He recalled the day she came home, annoyed that some boy expressed an interest in her. She tossed her head in a huff and said, he better get away from me. Brother Robert, however, said he thought Bertha May was hit by white kids on Bowman Street and that they took her to a Myers Road house before deciding to return and leave her in that ditch. I heard the kids lived there and took her home first, Robert said. I don't really know. It's been so many years. For all the ones of us still living, it would be really nice to know. In 2004, Mansfield police said they had some new information in the case, and they reopened it. They had no old case file to rely on. The Richland County Sheriff's Office, who did the original investigation, could not locate it. Detective Scott Reinhold, head of the Unsolved Homicide Unit, said the department had gotten a good tip, but they needed more people to say the same thing, whatever it was, to give the story credence. He pleaded with people to come forward to keep the momentum going. That was 15 years ago. Well, that's it for our midweek 10-minute mystery. We'll see you here Sunday for our next regular full-sized Ohio mystery episode. In the meantime, enjoy the rest of your week, and may all of your mysteries have happy endings. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.